Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. One, two, three, three. Hello. Oh, oh, I was going to sing happy birthday for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wanted it to come out like that. Hello. Hi. Happy Monday, everyone. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you doing? Good. In fact, I am not bad, but my muzzle <laughs> is subpar, to say the least. No comment, because I don't want to be mean. No, no, go on. Everyone will love it. They love it when you're mean. That's really, you poor thing, it's really bad. I know. But I didn't notice it for a while, and then once I saw it. You couldn't unsee it. I can't She can't stop it. staring I'm at my st- chin. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the texture's like. And I've had that before too. It's almost like, I don't know, mm. like uh, flaky salt. Yeah, it's very similar to a fine flaky salt. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering what the frig we're talking about at this point, you know how Lisa has been complaining about having periodermatitis for the last month? Well, it's apparently contagious because now I have it. And I have it significantly worse than Lisa ever did. Yours, I couldn't even see. You were just like, oh, I can feel it and it hurts. Things are exacerbating it. Yeah. Nothing fixes this. And it's very dry and it's very sore and my skin is raised. And I also have a dual split lip. Yeah. From also the perioral dermatitis. And then you've got it in the, the filtrum of the schnoz as my well. My cupid's bow yeah. around the corners of my nose. My whole muzzle, every time I put my skincare on, which obviously I'm only using the gentlest of angel kisses on my face at the moment, yeah. and it feels like... Fire? Scalding. <laughs> Stop oh. yawning! Peppa! Peppy! I'm so sad for you, though. Thank you. We should be. All sad for me. Sandpaper. That's what it looks like. Your face looks like sandpaper. <laughs> Thank you. You just sounded like moss from the IT crowd. <laughs> the intonation in your voice. <laughs> yeah. A fire at the sea parks. <laughs> it's a very niche joke. There'll be, so there'll be two people. Yeah. You know who's going to get it? My friend Nikki Brankovich. No, you know who else is going to get it? I'm Morgan. Sure. No. no, I was going to say... Fitzroy? Fitzroy's going to get oh, it. Okay. I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Fitzroy, did you get it? All three of those listeners listening, please slide into our DMs if we got your personality type right for your TV watching. I hope so. How was the rest of your week? You said it's gone very quickly. It's gone so fast. I had a really busy weekend. The best news of my life. Dad bought a beach house. <gasps> Woo! My parents bought a beach house. I guess what's dad's is mum's. Um, <laughs> the best... And the best part is, it's walking distance from Summer's General Store, so I can get my porridge. And the beach. It's walking distance from everything. And then it turns out when we're at the open for inspection, my friend from work lives three doors down. Oh, that's the best. Street parties. It'll be a while till we can actually, like, go down and stay and have fun. Maybe Christmas. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you, truly. (sighs) Can't wait. I want, I want to have everyone I'm, come visit. The only thing I'm sad about is the fact that it means the end of you sending me houses on realestate.com.au uh, all the time. We'll have to start looking for me. Yeah, easily done. Oh, tell us about what you had done to your face this week. This week I got my Botox topped up. Yay! It's been a few months. I mm. think November mm. around that time. Your forehead isn't moving upon reflection. Oh, just a tiny bit. I've got a bit of lift in my brow, but I don't have 
any frown. No frown. <laughs> no siree. No siree, Bob. She didn't do the... Normally, I do the frown lines and then I get a little bit of a lift on the brow. A sprinkle on the outer corner. A sprinkle. I didn't get the sprinkle this time. Mm. I just She actually sprinkled me higher through my forehead, mm-hmm. which I think is to stop the creases that come through when I raise my eyebrows. So yep. I'll see how it settles over the next week. I reckon maybe I'll get a little bit more frozen there. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. I also got a lip flip. A lip flip. Which is why I'm not very able to say my peas. Yeah, good. And your bees. <laughs> and my bees. I also can't strip a spoon very well. Yes. It's impossible to drink from a straw. Yeah. And I feel like food is going to fall out of my mouth at all times of the day. Yeah. I'm wondering, does this feeling go away or does it stay like this until the lip flip wears off? Nah, honestly, in like two days, I think you'll forget about it. This is what I remember. So I remember adoring the results from my lip flip, but the week to two weeks that my speech was distorted yeah. was so, like, <gasps> to me yeah. that I don't know if it's worth it when I actually love the results. The lip flip is really affordable, really quick. Um, it doesn't last that long, so it's like a low kind of... Entry, yeah. Like, you know, low-risk yeah. procedure to try. Except that if it annoys you that you can't do your bilabial plosives, you are going to be miserable. So I'm sorry to all of the speech pathologists because I know we have a lot who listen to this podcast (laughs) today. They're going to be triggered by me. But the reason I got the lip flip is because I have one side of my cupid's bow that sits higher than the other and one and apparently it's very normal. So Amy taught me our uh, cosmetic director told me that our lips are the last place to form on our faces when we're in utero Mm -hmm. and apparently because they form together from the outside in like imagine them coming from your ears into your mouth that's why people's cupid's bows are not symmetrical because they don't form from like the out the inside out if that makes sense so she was saying that 99% of people have one cupid's bow that might sit a bit higher or one that's a little bit more round and one that's like you know one that's got a lower slope to it one that's got a more curved slope etc etc so I said I would have... Honestly, it doesn't bother me at all. Other than when a photo flips and I'm like, whoa! (laughs) Whose face is that? Yeah. Whose mouth is that? Yeah. And I just was like, oh, this will be a little bit of fun to see whether this does anything. She cautioned against... uh, She was like, you can do lip filler if you want to, but it won't give you the look that you want because all it's going to do is fill out the shape that you've already got, if that makes sense. Mm. So we just decided to do a little sprinkle of Botox and... I got a little bit more on one side than I did on the other. Okay. Which has resulted in a slightly crooked... Like, when I purse my lips together, it definitely deviates marginally to one side. Mm. And I don't know whether that will stay as well or if it's just still settling in too. Yeah. But it's not noticeable. I mean, tell me if it's noticeable. I don't think it is. I don't no. think anyone else no, no, would no. see it. No, no. And so my top lip is just marginally more... It does look nice, though. Pouty. It does look nice. And I didn't get anything in my bottom lip because apparently you can do a bottom lip flip, but it, oh. yeah, but apparently it can leave you a little bit like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. I feel like the wet part of your mouth would be out. Yeah. If you know what she I mean. She says she doesn't like doing them for that reason. And now my bottom lip is was always smaller than my top lip, but now it's more smaller than my top I, lip. I think that they look the same size. Really? That's very interesting. Particularly, uh, I think because your bottom lip, uh, the lip line is not as defined. Mm. So if you defined that bottom lip line with a little bit of lip pencil, I think that they would look More even. the same. Yeah, interesting theory. Yeah. But she was talking to me about that because I was like, oh, I'm going to end up with a giant top lip and no bottom lip. Yeah. And she was like, well, technically speaking, if that's your natural way of being, then yeah. it doesn't look weird. Yes. It's when you overfill one yeah, yeah. more than the other, then you look like a weirdo. Yeah, So that's so true. 
I don't know, maybe you all think I look like a weirdo and sound like a psycho and that's fine. No, it looks nice. Now I can't stop staring at your mouth for a more positive reason than the sandpaper reason. Other than the sandpaper chin. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all of my news updates for this week. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) I'm kidding. I booked in to get, like, my last pre-wedding. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so I go in to see Amy (laughs) and the first 15 minutes of the appointment with me being like, so Lisa needed me to ask you about her sculpture, when she should get her cherry angiomas done, this, 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 uh, and her Botox, and also maybe some lip filler as well. And she was like, okay, I'm going to write an email right now whilst yeah. you're here. I promise this is about you, but also it's about the bride. And I was like, no, no, yeah. it's definitely about the bride. I didn't tell her about your granuloma. Oh, good. I can break that news Yeah, yeah. I thought the-, the whole world knows because of the pod. But yeah. I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news to her. No. But I did say that you had asymmetry. some slight asymmetry. Yes, I got that in the email. Also, it's like written verbatim because it's like, Cherry Angioma, where have you got these? She's got one on her chest, I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Alex really listens to me. She knows me. Oh, it's like $65, by the way, if anyone's yeah. wondering. Very cheap to do a lip flip. Yeah. Also, while we're talking about lip flips, uh, particularly good if you're someone that has a gummy smile. Yes. So, I mean, you know if you're a person with a gummy smile, but, like, if you're one of those people that you smile and all you see is, like, teeth and gum and you're like, oh, no, my top lip disappears when I smile. One, who cares? Like, that's, you know, no one looks that good when they're smiling, but you look good because you're smiling, you know? Yeah. But two, if it does concern you, honestly... The lip 65 bucks lasts for like three to four months so it's like worth trying all it does is relax the muscles between the nose and the lip basically and that's what stops yeah. it from pulling up quite so high when you smile mine has definitely dropped my lip maybe two millimeters so not i got a very small amount but it's definitely my lips cover a little bit more of my teeth when i smile now mm-hmm. not that i had a gummy smile to begin with but yeah you got nice big teeth Huge trumpets. Okay. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk through beauty news. We were going to talk about perioral dermatitis. Then we have a, I can't believe you didn't know that, beauty faves, non-beauty faves, and a snack. And in Wednesday's episode, yeah. this week, yeah. we will be doing a dedicated product trial on the Mecca Everyday Face Oil. Ooh-hoo. So if you want to find out what we thought about our product trial of this new face oil, then you have to listen in on Wednesday. <laughs> Moving into beauty news this week. Uh, that's the tea on that. The first piece of beauty news, honestly, it is the trend of the month that everyone is a part of a recycling, regenerating, rejuvenating, reinvigorating. It's all all bloody TerraCycle, but it's just different brands, really, isn't it? Oh, no. Yes and no. Yeah. Lush this this week has got a buyback scheme. So now you take in your empty Lush products and you get a dollar per product and you can use them to put towards your next product purchase. Ooh, it's like Back to Mac, but probably less value per money because Back to Mac's only five empty products and you get like a $30 or like a $33 eyeshadow. But that would only be five. Is it only eyeshadows now? No, it's eyeshadow or lipstick. You're right. Sorry, but naturally I only think eyeshadow. I always got the lipstick. Yeah. My creme de nude. (laughs) Delightful. (laughs) Were you a blankety gal too or was that too like pink? No, that was too pink. Yeah. I needed foundation nude. But $5 from how many Lush products or one? No, $1 per Lush yes. product. Sorry. So if you took back five products, which is the deal with Mac, then you only have $5 towards a Lush product. So it's less better value. But could you argue that Lush products are cheaper than Mac products? Maybe. You could get a bubble rune almost for free. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's so fair. 
Anyway, I don't know. Then the return packaging is being sent to TerraCycle, <laughs> even though they're giving you a dollar. So that's kind of a nice win-win. Double whammy. Could you imagine if Mecca gave us a dollar for every product that we took in? I'd have so much money. So the difference here is, though, that Mecca and I believe David Jones potentially in their TerraCycle program have been encouraging any beauty product, whereas Lush, selfish assholes, kidding, are only, only doing Lush, Lush products. I wonder that if that's because Lush will reuse their exact packaging. Yeah, true. They already have their own systems in place. Yep, very yep. interesting. Cool. Uh, next up in beauty news is that Sephora, surprisingly, quote-unquote, launches a new initiative, according to the media release from Beauty Directory. However, it's not a new initiative at all. It's the Clean It's Sephora badge. Yes. Do you know that hasn't been in Australia? Oh. Yeah. Well, it hasn't. And so it's coming now to the Australian stores. Oh, I think I always just assumed, because you know how they have, like, indie at Sephora or whatever when you're shopping, like, in-store and there's that yeah. section? I think I always just assumed that that was, like... The clean the section. Sephora. Yeah. So did I. Oh, wow. But they'll be officially putting the badge on the website and in-store. The Green Seal launched in 2018 in the US, and apparently the clean category in Australia has gone up 14% since 2018, and they're expecting that it'll grow another 5% in 2021, mm. which is interesting because it's, like, Esme probably fits into that yep. category. Esme... I'm never going to say it right. I don't. Who else have they acquired recently? Can't bread. remember. Bread was well. Bread was new. Wasn't bread might be clean. Last week might be. Yeah. The I hate clean beauty and like nah, you know. Yeah. Annoying definition. But the thing I at least like about this initiative from Sephora is that it quantifies why is it clean. So yes. they've got like it has no parabens, which is like why does that matter? But like yeah. it has no this, it has no that. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Things can have a reason why they're labelled clean, yeah. as opposed to other brands just like saying that saying they're clean. They're clean yeah. And you're like, but why, Mario Badescu, your products are a hundred percent sulfate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the key brands will be Fenty, Biosance, Youth to the People, and Milk Makeup that mm. are retail internationally. That will also be in Australia and part of the clean lineup. Youth to the people. Youth to the people. <laughs> also this week, Beauty is coming to Zara. Did hey. you know that Zara was launching a makeup line? No, absolutely, I did not. Online and chatty store in Australia mm. will stock it. It's launching on the 12th of March and it's going to include lips, eyes, face, nails, and accessories. Apparently, it's been in development for 18 months, which doesn't seem like a very long time. No. But when you're as big as Zara, maybe things happen fast. I, I assume it's going to be an all-white packaging with, like, mm. the black Zara on it. Six-pan palette with uh, browns and mauves. It looks exactly like every own brand department store. Like, that could... It could be model Top code. shop, that could be model code. I agree. That could be, like, a David Jones palette. Yeah. Anything. I am super interested to see how, what people think of it, how much it costs... Mm. and whether there are any standout products from the line. Maybe we should go to Chatty because it's kind of close to here one day mm. and swatch some things and try it out. For sure. People also, do love when we shop. Yeah. <laughs> Zara has, like, a semi-good rap for, like, doing cheap fragrance well. Yeah, they do. Like, you know, a Zara fragrance is, like, something that you can go and pay not much for but not smell like a, what do they say in, in Mean Girls? Store? Like a oh. baby prostitute. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe... They do lots of dupes for higher-end fragrances, which is the reason why. Like, I think they've got a few Jo Malone dupes. Yeah. And I can't think of any other brands right now. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's why people like them. Yeah. 
Also this week, Australia's most popular skincare brands has been announced. Would you hazard a guess at who is number one on the list? Ultraviolet? No, they're not Australian brands. They're just brands that retail in Australia based on popularity. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have been clearer. <laughs> Mario Badescu. No. Oh, go to. No. Oh, for fuck's sake, do I know this industry? It's the ordinary. Ah. Oh, of course. Sorry. I, was, I didn't go basic enough. I'm not going to lie, pretty offended by the list. <laughs> number one, the ordinary. Number two, Neutrogena. Number oh. three, Foreo. Number four. Wait, sorry. Just to clarify, people are buying Neutrogena and the ordinary whatever, but then everyone's owning a Foreo, which is a fucking, I don't know how much they are, $200 plus device when you could use your fucking hands. Yeah. Wow. What? Wow. I should say also that these are based on search results, like search queries, so it may not actually correlate to sales. Still, I feel yeah. like if you're a bit of a skincare newbie, yeah. A Foreo should be number 11 on your priority list. Yes. Not number three. But maybe those people think that, you know, one great cleansing device will fix all their problems. Oh, I just hate it so much. I'll whip Not Foreo, but yes. Number four, Ameliorate. Also. Whoa! I know. Whoa! Okay, that's fu- But where are they buying it from? No idea. And who has made that that popular? I don't know. It must be everyone... And so Nadine Baggett and, like, Pixie Woo yeah. talk about that a lot. And I wonder if there's just, like, a lot of sort of, like, 40-year-old mums with keratosis polaris that are really looking into that. Yeah. Yeah. Cora Organics, Medicaid, Elizabeth Arden. Random. Ew. Antipodes, Cosrx, also ah. random. Yeah, okay. I mean... Well, it's quite, like, Korean, indie. Korean, Asian... I can't believe that Cosrx is beating something like Garnier. Legit. Like, well number 10 freeze frame. I don't know what that is. They sell the oh my God, products like, like at dragon Priceline. blood and shit. In yeah. Them. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Those kinds of things. That is erratic. I know. How offended are you by it? Uh, but I guess search results are so different because do you know what? Everyone's going to Coles and Priceline and picking yep. up their Garnier micellar yep. water, but no one is ever googling their Garnier micellar water. And that is exactly it. I think that's why things like freeze frame are on mm. that list because it's like people are like, oh, these products have wild claims. Maybe yeah, I yeah. should Google them and see what. Yep. everyone else is saying. Yep. That's the only reason I can think that that makes sense to me. Yeah. Final piece of beauty news this week. Ultraviolet tinted sunscreen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they teased it on their Instagram account this yeah. week. Looks like they had quite a diverse range of model skin tones. Yeah. Which is good. We All we could see was people swatching tints on people's faces. <laughs> I'm just so perplexed about how they're going to do it so that it's tinted and you don't look like a psychopath when you put as much as you need on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know that Hannah English always says, like, I don't opt for a tinted sunscreen or, like, they're not my favourite because it's just really hard to apply, like, you know, a full teaspoon. Is it a teaspoon for your face? I think so. Yeah. Of product and not look like a psychopath. Like, imagine using a teaspoon of, like, Giorgio Armani Neo Nude. Yeah, you'd look You'd insane. literally look like Wallace and Gromit. You'd have to build Claymation. it up quite a lot, wouldn't you? And then you That's wouldn't the be thing. able to because of the texture of the sunscreen mixed in with it. I reckon it wouldn't yeah, be Yeah, it would buildable. be very, like, shiny. So I'm yeah. figuring... I'm just wondering, like, how you can get that mm. protection with it. Anyway. Um, but, like, also, if anyone can do it, it's It'll ultraviolet. So we will yeah. absolutely, literally, the day that launches, we will buy and we will review. Stay tuned. I would love one day for us to get PR from ultraviolet. Same. One. Manifest it. 
I go through so much that it would just actually be an economical win. Two, it's always something that people ask us to review and we're like, well, we have to wait for it to launch. But because they have, like, such Mm. a cult following, all the influencers post about it early and I'm like... I know. Okay. We need to be on that influencer list. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need to have some more influence. <laughs> that would help. It could help. Final piece of beauty news, which is going to lead into our I can't believe you didn't know that. Mm. Sarah's day got married this week. Yeah, I forgot. And also, Steph Clay Smith had a baby in influencer news. Yes. Yeah. Harvey. Harvey. Cute, very normal, classic, cute, but like old man, boy vibes. A little Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. We love. We love. Good job, <laughs> Mama. And Sarah's day, yes, got married. Yeah. I've only seen one photo. How have you only seen one? Because I only looked once. There's been a number. She wore like a corsetti type ivory dress with a bustier type top and she wore a ribbon in her hair. So I did a bride that did a ribbon in her hair recently and when I saw it, I loved it and thought that is the most unique thing I've ever seen. I think her dress was made by Capalazzo and I believe that it was suggested to her to do. Oh, see, I love that. Yeah. So that's what Tessa did and it was amazing. Um, But... Is it going to be a trend now? I thought it was, like, Maybe. so unique. And now Sarah's Day's done it. Well, everyone's going to bloody do it. Yeah. I Most importantly, this is so annoying. She has not posted any photos of her face because she mentioned in a vlog that she was having... I can't remember if it was a hair or a makeup or both trial and that she picked someone, thought it was really her vibe, and then afterwards she was like, oh, I don't want to be mean. Like, I know this is going out to a lot of people, but it's just, like, I didn't feel like what I wanted to feel like and it yeah. wasn't really my vibe. And yeah. I was like, imagine... If you got an inquiry from Sarah's day, first name Sarah, that. second name's Day. That's not her surname, <laughs> but anyway, yep. What, what was her surname? Stevenson. Literally never heard of it. Anyway, <laughs> and then you're like, this is sick, this is gonna make me, you know, and you do a trial and she's like, sorry, no. Like, that would break my heart. Yeah, it would, but also maybe you should listen better. Absolutely. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I can't believe it. The I can't believe you didn't know that for this week's episode is I saw a lot of her wedding guests. She had obviously a lot of very high profile Australian celebrity style wedding guests at Elements of Byron with her the day before her wedding. Mm -hmm. And lots of them were posting about their pre-wedding prep by doing clay face masks. And I thought, you're all fucking idiots. I can't believe you didn't know that you shouldn't put on a clay face mask the day before an event. Yeah, what do you think it's drawing out, Huns? And also, how dry do you want your face to look the next day too, potentially? Maybe they're oily people, we'll give them that. I'll give them that, and I'll also argue that if you're doing a nice clay mask, yeah, well, you not, shouldn't yeah. let it dry your skin out, and you should take it off 
before that. Yes. I can't believe you didn't know that my facialist at the little company told me even when you've got perioral dermatitis, she was talking about the MV Organics clay mask, but she said all of those minerals from the clay are actually really good for your skin, but the yeah. second it dries, it starts sucking the life from your skin. Yes. So, because sulfur is very good for mm, perioral dermatitis, but yes. I would die if I let a face mask sit and set on my exactly. chin right now. <laughs> so she said take it off as soon as it even starts to dry. So one, can't believe you didn't know that you shouldn't clay mask the day before an event because A, you might get dry, B, it's going to draw out your blemishes and make them worse. Yes. And then point two, A, <laughs> don't let it dry if you're feeling irritated. Like you do a mask. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just all around a little bit done. What you should do the day before a wedding or even the morning of a wedding, if you are so inclined, a sheet mask. Hydrating slash nice brightening sheet hydrating mask. Hydrating mask. Yeah. Something with niacinamide in it. Night before. Yeah. I will accept an exfoliating mask. Yes. So would I. Fat, Fat glow, glow facial, facial, beautiful. Goop glow, yep. Or a Dr. Dennis Gross glow pad, yep. Even Fantastica, yeah. <laughs> Encyclopedia Fantastica, Fantastica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, that. So anyway, that was my. I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah, so true. I'm 100 percent with you on that. Do it when. Okay, people are gonna be like, well, then when do I do it? Six to seven days beforehand. Yes. If you're oily, I will accept that you do a sulfur-based clay mask. Mm-hmm. The night before. I will accept that. My recommendation would be if you're using the clay mask because you're concerned that you've got blackheads, maybe potentially rather than blemishes, mm. you could also use some BHAs in yeah. the lead up as well. So Paula's Choice Toner, Dr. Dennis Gross Peel Pads, buy yeah. a little five pack, use them every other day for two weeks leading up. You'll feel a lot better probably than if you do a clay mask the day before an event. Hundo. Yeah. Great. Should we talk about perioral dermatitis? How do we feel about it? I, I want to touch on our journey here. But I semi-refuse to comment too much until we have found the cure. Not that there is ever a cure. But we've definitely spoken about what's good for perioral dermatitis in Laquos or breakdowns before. Mm. So if you've missed the description of my face so far, yeah, it's pretty much around the mouth area. Hence and perioral. Perioral. Up to the nose, down to the chin. Yeah. Rashy, dermatitis-y, like flaky, um, inflamed... Almost like burning, eczema-y style skin is yeah. the best way to describe it. I feel like there's two presentations of it. Yes, there is, yeah. Interestingly, I have both on my face at the same time. So my chin is rough, red, dry. Yeah. Under my nose is papules. Yeah. So I've got like literally one biggish one and then two small little like white heady things that don't actually have a proper white head. Yeah. It's almost like a recurring pimple, but I know they're very different because I would never get a pimple in that area. So yeah, some people will have That's what this was. Acne. Like it really looks acne ish and other people's it's like, yes, it looks like dermatitis, so you kind of it makes more sense for it to be dermatitis, but other times it's almost like people with that acneic rosacea. Yes. Mm. And what causes it? It's just a barrier issue. I believe. Like I think it, people who are prone to rosacea are more prone to getting it. Yeah. Um, children quite often get perioral really? dermatitis. I think it's like a Lizzie Lips thing I was as just well. to say, it's the, it's the people that lick their lips. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it also, also can be caused by... Hormones. Hormones, steroids. Yeah. Uh, like topical steroid ointments and creams or possibly even 
like I imagine internal steroids too yeah. could have a presentation on your skin because I've noticed that with my skin, that's for sure. And yeah, skin's protective barrier, changing bacteria on the skin, mm-hmm. a bacterial bacteria getting into your hair follicles, toothpaste that have sulfates sulfates in them can yeah. sometimes cause it. Some people are a little bit sensitive to sulfates. Me. Wind. Just winter generally. Yeah. Well, it. the thing with winter is you've got all that circulated air and it's just like evaporating all of the lipid barrier off your face and so it's just a bloody nightmare and to be honest if we all had a perfect barrier we probably wouldn't have any of this issue no but my barrier is impossible to maintain same my barrier is the most high maintenance bitch ever and then you come in and put cold weather wind and then hater on all the time and it's like i'm done i don't stand a chance for the rest of my life so lisa's trialing as clear persistently Yes. Consistently and persistently. Yeah. I really do notice a difference with As Clear. I feel like particularly in regards to the more papuly, pimply mm-hmm. derm. So I'm still going with it. I It's not hurting. And the thing is, it's an, it's an AHA and generally you need to steer clear of all acids. So it's the only acid I've used in my routine and it's not making it worse. So that's, that's good. That's really good. Me and Alex both slugged with the QV ointment and I was almost not going to mention it because the QV ointment is awesome in other applications but for some reason both of our perioral dermatitis got so bad hated it mine is normally quite pink like it's just like a shade darker than my skin tone it's not much it went visibly visibly red I had visible inflammation in the areas where I had the like my especially in my under chin area and on top of my lips, I looked inflamed. Like I actually had like elevation to my skin. Like you from... literally did grow a dog snout. Yeah, I did. Because it went three D. <laughs> yes, I went three D. I would look like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 really good description. Yeah. Not that you looked like him, but that's an what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done for. Have you seen the meme? Every time I think of Homer Simpson's mouth, I think of the meme where someone's like taking the color away from it. No, no. it's like a, it's like an, it's like a bald vulva turned oh. sideways, and it looks exactly like Homer Simpson. No, I haven't. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, once you see it, you literally can't unsee it. So yeah, I don't know that I would ever recommend putting the QB ointment on my face again. I probably wouldn't like to slug with it again on my face. I don't think. It... Ne- but I'm also scared to slug that area in general now. I'm like, what? Like what? I just feel like I tried the Ren Evercalm Balm. Yeah. Too watery. It's absorbing like too much like a gel into yeah. my skin overnight. So even though it's quite slippy and thick on application, it really evaporates quite fast. It's not mm. enough for me. I've been using like literally as of last night, putting like hemp body butter on my face, which I looked better this morning than I have in mornings gone past. I'm concerned for you. So am I. But like it's at just... this point, what else do I use? I I feel like the golden ru- rules with perioral dermatitis management coming from someone that's struggling to manage hers but has fought it in the past. Minimise new products. Minimise all products in general. The most basic cleanser and moisturiser that you can manage if you're using an oil, a really gentle oil. Mm. The only acid you should be using in your routine is azelaic. And... Zinc, if you can. Mm. Sulfur, if you can. Ceramides, absolutely. Yes. Just like basic AF. Think like Aven. Think like uh, CeraVe. Mm. Think QV, but maybe don't slug with the ointment. Just super basic. Go to oil, Juno oil. Yeah. Just Ceramidin. love it. 
Yeah. Which I've been layering on my face. Same. I'm waking up in the middle of the night and putting more cream on because I just can't maintain. I know that, like, you used to make a joke when we worked at Mecca together about the fact that your face is a stone if you don't actually put anything on it. Yeah. No, my face is a stone. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Like, twice. pebbles on the beach is my shit. Anyway, that's enough about me. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What's your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is the Mecca Cosmetica Body Boot Camp. I, I could have taken 35 guesses at the name of that, and I would not have guessed that. Body Boot Camp Mecca Athletica Ultra Firming Body Lotion 5% AHA. Yep. Now, one in ten times that I apply this, I find it uncomfortably sticky. Do you? But... It's also probably because I'm very bad at moisturising and it's a real shock to my system to feel hydrated. <laughs> You're just like, whoa. The thing I love about this is nine out of ten times it's not uncomfortably sticky. Mm-hmm. It has a nice smell. It sinks in decently fast, but every morning after I apply it in the shower, I feel it rinsing off. Oh, I like that. And that, that I'm like, whoa, there's a layer left on me. Mm, Incredible. That's nice. Also, it makes your skin feel phenomenally soft for something that is exfoliating you and is a lotion. Yeah. Like, it's very hydrating feeling. It's just, like, a really good all-in-one. And for someone like me that pays zero attention to thy body, yes, it's, like, so crucial. I really want one. I'm going to buy one. I need to stock up on a few things from Mecca, even though we literally just did an order this week. Yeah, we did. What's your beauty fave? My beauty fave this week is something that I've had in my collection for a really long time. It's about three centimetres in length. And it's a nub of an eyeliner that once you said was your beauty fave. And then I took it home to photograph it and you said, throw it in the bin. I'm done with it. I can't use it anymore. I can't hold it in my hand. And I have treasured it until this day. Do you, like, it's like you have to use it with the lid of the pencil shoved on the bottom for extra No, I just hold it in all five of my fingers and... That's perfect though, because that means that when it gets a tiny bit smaller, you can still you've still got room to put the end on. It's the joy of having tiny hands that I'm ah, still able to use this product. Wow. My fingers aren't getting in the way. Anyway, it's the Charlotte Tilbury <laughs> Shimmering Brown Eyeliner, which is so weird. It's called Shimmering Brown now. It used to be called Sophia. Ah, I believe it was did like, it? I think so. It was like Sophia and Audrey, and Audrey was the matte brown or whatever. But yeah. it's shimmering brown now. Best color ever. Best formula ever. Best thing ever. If right? you have blue eyes or brown eyes or brown eyes, if you have any color if eye, if you've got eyes, if you own a pair of eyes, this eyeliner will make them pop. I could almost not say it with the intonation that I needed to. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs. It'll make them pop. I love wearing it. Every time I wear it, Adrian's like, ooh, your eyes look so blue. You've gone a little bit more smoky today. And it's just because I've lined my waterline. And it's not so dark that it's offensively. I would do waterline with it. Yeah. Yeah. I use it on clients on waterline. Yeah. So literal wet, fleshy bit? Yeah, wet, fleshy bit. Wow. Yeah. And it looks great and it just amps up any brown smoky eye by just like making the whole thing smoky by removing that fleshy part yes yeah yes 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 it's kind of like the worst formula to stay on the fleshy bit because it's it's kind of powdery but it's also good because when they're really waxy it's like you see where it is and where it's not with that it just like tints the waterline it does it tints it that's exactly Mm -hmm. the description I was looking for and I did Eliza's makeup for a ball that she went to on the weekend. It wasn't a ball, it was an awards night. She called yeah. it Antiques Roadshow. And oh, yeah, gross. Was yeah. it at like 
it that was place on Pauline. Okay, yeah, I was I was gonna go for the the like Veneto Club. Oh, Veneto Club. Yeah, yeah lots of Vene- lots of yeah. silver trophies and plates with people's names oh, engraved on them. Anyway, gag. Uh, I did her makeup for that, and we never usually do a brown eyeliner, and she popped it on and loved it as well. So. That's wild that you tried something different. I have these weird memories in my head of Eliza telling me that anything I do is too dark. So I'm shocked that she let you do an eyeliner. I thought that she was, like, literally eyeliner-phobic. She always tells me that everything I do on her is too dark as well, but then she gets used to it. Yeah. She doesn't like a wing. She only likes just a t- tiny flick, just a tiny flick on the outer, and, like, no liner really, just, like, as much, as little as possible. Oh, God, she's so pedantic. She's so pedantic. Anyway, that's my beauty fave this week. It's a stellar product. My favourite use of it yes. is, like, really low-maintenance wing where you kind of line the outer corner and then just get a a winged eyeliner brush and just go whoop but it's like so soft and it kind of wears off throughout the day that it's like if they're entirely different it doesn't matter yeah and then you take it through the bottom lashes so i don't do waterline often but i do the bottom lashes yeah and it just makes them look thick and it's like a powder pencil so it wears like you've just done a, a push liner with shadow yeah so good so nice What's your non-beauty fave this week? You'll be really happy to know my non-beauty fave this week is The Circle on Netflix. <laughs> the final episode comes out today, I think, and I'm so excited to watch it. Today you're talking in Podland, so on Monday, but today, like, literally today. Today, literally today, Thursday. I reckon I've almost caught up to the whole season. Same. I thought that it was already all released until I got to the second last episode, and then oh. it was like, tune in next week, and yeah. there was nothing left on Netflix, and I was mortified. Try watching Below Deck, thinking you've got seasons and seasons, realising, oh, they're talking about COVID, and then the fucking sale ending in the middle of nothing because of COVID, and then I had no more. I had to start going backwards. That's devastating. Backwards to the 2000s. (laughs) So I feel your pain there. I'm, like, I couldn't handle the not knowing of them just ending the season. Where did they go? What did they do? They went home did and they then they did, COVID? they did like a Zoom um, catch up, but I hate the reunion shows. I never watched them. I don't have a non beauty fave. Snack! Just took it to my veins! My snack of the week is digestive biscuits. When I'm feeling naughty, it's the McVitties. When I'm <laughs> feeling good, it is the Shah. And I don't mean like one's healthy and one's not. One Char's has gluten in the and brand. Shah is like the, the yellow, yellow and German. red German gluten free brand that yep. does everything yep. gluten free. Uh, their chocolate-covered digestive biscuits are really good. Yeah, they were. They're very soft. A very soft biscuit. They're like the oaty vibes, but they must not be oat because they're gluten-free. Mm. Yeah, What's they were young. your snack of the week? Salt and vinegar chips this week. Oh, shock horror. Oh, I also found a new potato cake. Yeah. That was also gluten-free. It's the ones that Lisa had thought that I was eating yes. the first time that I ate gluten-free potato cakes, and they were also delicious too. And I just saw just how many of you clicked on that gluten-free potato cake link in our show notes. So I'll put this one in there too if I can find it. <laughs> I've ordered potato cakes. I've ordered six potato cakes this week. <laughs> I'll never understand how you don't gain weight, honestly. <laughs> I eat a bag of potato chips and it, like, sticks with me for a month. And you eat six potato cakes. That's only three Uber Eats orders because I order two at a time. Yeah. 
I'm surprised you only order two at a time, to be honest. No shame, but like I would order more than two because two is too small. If I order two in the middle of the day, they come piping hot. It's great. If I order two at night time, oh, stone cold and soggy. It's not worth it. Like, tell me if I say that I want a potato cake after 5.30, I don't want it. It should be the it. first order out the door, though. <sighs> it's two potato cakes. They're going in the fry with someone else's order anyway. No, but it's because the fucking Uber Eats driver is trying to make some cash and, you know, such and such has stops along the way. Well, fucking stop, because my potato cake is sitting in a foil paper bag, sweating, while other people's mere tie that's going to stay hot and microwave well is being delivered at the drop of a hat. Maybe you should drive down and pick it up yourself. Oh. <laughs> the shame, though. I could never let them see me, because they'd be like, this is the bitch. Sometimes I call up and go, hey, I just placed an order on Menulog or Uber Eats. And um, I need you to put extra chicken salt on. And then I hang up because they don't pay attention to the notes that you leave. And, like, uh, that already feels like they could identify me by a voice. They definitely can't see me. My fish and chip shop know who I am. And, yeah, there was a period in time there where she, the same girl served me every time uh, I went in. And then she could, she also worked at other cafes in the area. So uh, I'd be, like, at freaking Hutch & Co. in Lilydale and she's there too. And I was like... How are you everywhere? Stop shaming me by following me around. Have I told you about the time when... Well, this is the story to finish the pod. Ready? We're going I'm ready. Strong. Yeah, let's do it. So, DC Dumpling Specialist, Box Hill Station Street. My favourite place in the whole Our world. old favourite place in the world because they now have new owners. Yes, sorry. Used to be the best Yalong Bao that you can get in Melbourne. Yes. Better than Din Tai Fung, I don't care what you say. Anywho, we used to go there weekly, yep. sometimes twice weekly. And By where she means her family. Yeah, and me and Brenton or me and Alex or, like, you know, I'd go, like, once with the girls and, like, once with Brenton. Anyway, I went a lot. There was a uh, our lady there. She always served us. She was the best. She knew our order. She'd be, like, six pork pan fried, six shalong bao, but it was, like, not six. It was, like, 24. Anyway. Yeah, it's like, who thinks six pan fried pork dumplings? Anywho. Then. Cheers. Cheers. To dumpling lady. One day... We're in Blackburn South Shopping Centre, randomly. We walk past Sushi Sushi, we lock eyes, and we're like, it's a dumpling girl. And she waves, and we're like, what are you doing? We thought you were Chinese. And she's like, I am. I'm like, but you're making sushi. <laughs> she's like, I know. And we're like, what is going on here? Anyway, she recognised us, we recognised her. Then when we saw her at the dumpling place, we were like, Francis seeing you at Sushi Sushi. And she's like, I know. Anyway, that woman never stopped working. Sushi by day, jumpings by night. I'm so glad we're going out on this. It's been such a great episode, everyone. <laughs> Moral of the story was, if someone recognises you out of context, you're actually friends. It's one thing for her to know your order in the restaurant, yeah. but for her to point to you at Blackburn South Shopping Centre as you're buying a cinnamon donut from Donut King or whatever. No, Donut King? Is that the name Wendy's? of Wendy's? Donut King. I reckon it was Wendy's. I reckon you're right. That's a whole other level of friendship. And let's take a moment of silence for DC Dumps because their Zhaolongbao are now lukewarm and their pan fried are stodgy. A moment of silence for DC Dumplings and a moment of gratitude for all of the baristas, waitresses and people out there. Moonlighting. <laughs> Not only moonlighting, remembering our orders. Yeah. Thank you. You are the soldiers of God. <laughs> Right. God, that's even weirder than the fucking where I went with it, but all right. Uh, We'll see you on Wednesday. Catch you Wednesday for our product trial with the Mecca oil. Bye. Bye.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.